It's always a pleasure to be able to talk to psychologist Mike Mayer. He brings topics to our attention in five to ten minute regular sessions. And today's topic is bullying. Dr. Mayer, good morning. How are you? I am doing well, David. Hope you're doing well, too. I am. So what brought uh, your attention to bullying? I was on a panel uh, last Wednesday night at uh, Hickman High School on a program they have called Speak Your Mind Forum that the students are able to to uh, speak on various topics, speak up with their ideas and questions. And uh, the panel was Dr. Chris Belcher, Sheridan Brown, who's president of UMC Peer-to-Peer, myself, Dr. Wayne Breckus, who's a professor of sociology, and Carla London, who's a family advocacy for Columbia Public Schools. The, the five of us... Um, uh, presented a little bit and answered questions. They had over 150 students that came. They showed up to ask questions on bullying, which I thought was a great forum and a great, very important topic that they were willing to be there. And this, um, George Fazell got this started at Hickman, and I heads off to Hickman High School for involving students uh, to come and discuss uh, important topics in their life. Mm-hmm. I think that that is really great. But... Um, in in to answer today's question, is it a problem? You know, there's a lot of statistics out there, and, and there's there's definitely I think you'll see that it is a problem. The answers are not as easy, and we'll talk about that briefly too. Um, bullying, what is it? It's the use of force, threat, or coercion to abuse, intimidate, or aggressively impose domination over others. That's Okay, it can be physical or mental. Yep, and actually there are six types which I don't wow. we get into, but but it can be physical, uh, mental, verbal, um, uh, passively uh, uh, by uh, by ostracizing people uh, intentionally to hurt them. Hmm. Um, there's a lot of different ways. It, where does it happen? It happens in any context in which human beings interact with each other. So hmm. that can include schools. Families, the workplace, homes, and neighborhoods. Um, just about anywhere there can be some form of bullying going on. Frequency, well, according to the U.S. National Center for Educational Statistics, approximately 32% of U.S. school children reported being bullied at school and nearly 4% reported being, a cy- being cyberbullied. It's through mm-hmm. the Internet. And the National Education Association reports about one in seven students in grades K through 12 is either a bully or a victim of bullying. So there are varying statistics. It does occur, and it was obvious when talking with the students, it, it is a happening, um, and it, so it, it needs to be addressed. Uh, 15% of school absenteeism is directly related to fears of being bullied at school which is not good. Hmm. An interesting comment, which I mentioned to you earlier, uh, David, is that the um, in grades K through 12, more bullying occurs almost twice as much in grades 4 through 8. So 4 through 8 would be the middle years, and those would be the ones when most incidents of bullying are reported. Right. And 80, this is an interesting uh, thought. 87% of students interviewed said school shootings are motivated by a dis- a desire to get back at those who have hurt them or who have bullied them. And unfortunately, bully victims are between two to nine times more likely to consider suicide than non-victims. So there are some people, and and that will be in my solution part, um, 
Uh, quick definition, uh, quick characteristics of bullies, and these are more you know, teens than they are of adults, but many bullies have witnessed physical and verbal violence at home. They view this behavior as acceptable, and acting aggressively towards others is acceptable to them, which is unfortunate. Mm. They often hit or push. Have, the bullies have trouble following rules, show a little concern, for the feelings of others, which I think is one of the biggest issues involved in bullying. Um, They think highly of themselves. They also sometimes have been victims themselves. Um, They are at risk for school failure, likely to use drugs. Uh, They have trouble controlling their aggression, quick-tempered and impatient and impulsive. And I think that kind of gives a little... Now, what about victims? Victims themselves um, show little low self-confidence, often fearful and anxious, often submissive, sad or depressed, low in popularity, few or no friends, and excessive dependence on adults. So we we have that. We know now, or at least we have an idea that, yes, there is a real problem with bullying that goes... And it does hit a lot of places. I don't think much is done in the workplace on bullying, but uh, it, it occurs there, too. That came up in the discussion um, uh, with the students at Hickman. They talked about the workplace also uh, with their parents that experienced some, some issues. Hmm. What do we do? Yeah, what do we do? Wow. The first thing, uh, uh, an important factor is that bystanders can help. In 85% of bullying incidents, bystanders are involved in teasing the target or egging on the bully. When the bully encounters no negative response from observers, it encourages continuation of the behavior, Hmm. and that is a research fact. So bystanders, when appropriate, when they can, they need to support the person who is being bullied and, um, and discourage the bully from what he's doing, when they can do that safely. Or definitely, of course, in the school-age children, you you get an adult adult teacher involved. Get involved. Yes, but but also make sure that they do understand. The second thing we need to teach our children to be more resilient to huh. those types of people that are out in the world because we'll never stop bullies completely. So teaching resilience, and that maybe is another topic I can yeah, present Yeah, that'd be a good one. I'd like to hear more about that. And then the third thing with the bullies is we have to remember that, that they need to be, somehow we need to be able to teach them to care about others. Their lack of caring for others seems to be one of the biggest issues with bullies. They don't care if they hurt somebody. They want the power. They want the dominance. So that value of caring for others needs to start early in the child-rearing process. And that, so you have to really start early in order to help probably prevent some of the bullying that does occur. Yeah. So those are are just, um, and you know, really, uh, I I made a statement which is which is kind of of important, and I may regret I made it, but I think it's true. There is a commonality between a bully and the person bullied. There's something in common. All right. In my mind. What I believe is that they both want and need attention. They both want and need to be cared for. Hmm. Really? If, I mean, yeah. as a human being, you know, you're taught early not to care if anybody cares for you. But I really, truly believe that even the bully wants to be cared for. And maybe that's part of our solution. 
Um, wow. These are these are challenges. I imagine a lot of people who uh, who have have experienced this or maybe know their children are are experiencing this in some way. It's easier to see yourself as a victim than it is to see yourself as the bullier or oh, the bully. Correct. Yeah. Mm. Because some of it can be subtle. And yeah. and typically I think a bully has an intention to hurt. Mm-hmm. And and one of the questions, what's the difference between teasing and bullying? That's a real tough question. But if you're doing it to hurt the person, and, and if it's a complete stranger that you're teasing, you know, if you're a friend, you can tease. But if you're a complete stranger or you're doing it to hurt or you're trying to gain power or dominance, I think that's the, the part that's not good. 